And welcome back to the Part-Time Otaku Podcast. My name is Grant. My name is Dave. If this is your first time listening, uh, this is an anime-only podcast. Um, This season we are covering My Hero Academia Season 5. Um, before we get into the show, uh, we just want to give a shout out to Stochastic Machine on YouTube and Instagram uh, for the pinky thumbnail. Again, you know, we're going to continue repeating. Favorite yourself. of this season, big time. I've I've always liked Pinky. The there's, I find she, just like, like you know, I, I only really look at the uh, like the the My Hero subreddit, mm-hmm. but there seems to be she's one of like a handful of characters of just an influx yeah, of big fan time. art, big time byproduct of you know the, like the waifu mm-hmm. um you know factor <laughs> yeah. obviously but again r- not not to detract from this art unreal art like really really cool stuff yeah i think uh in the title for the post on this one he had said something about it was by request of another redditor okay. so i think like it must have just come up but the art style on this one i think he called it interdimensional pinky Whoa. and it looks interdimensional so I well done that. sir for sure, yes. Thank you very much. Uh, so let's jump right into the synopsis. It's an all-out brawl as the last two teams from Class A and Class B fight it out to the finish. Good episode. Yes, good episode. Good yeah. way to land. Good way to kind of wrap this up. Okay, so that's it for the podcast this week. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right, thanks. Bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. Uh, not a bad episode. They did do that thing that we've talked about where they yeah. spend the first, like, three and a half minutes recapping last week's episode yeah which is like you know it's it it is what it is i feel like we've talked about this a lot though we've talked about animation quality a lot and it makes me think things like this is what allows my hero academia to be so incredibly consistent yeah and also cutting they're cutting the not obvious corners yeah like every now and then like you know they'll in other anime, like, you know, it's obvious when things don't work. It's, like, badly done CG or it's, like, reused frames in the middle of fights and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems like they just trim the fat every now and again by literally sure. cutting out pieces of the show. Mm-hmm. I could be reading too much into it, but anyway, I didn't really But care. you know what? It's I, think it's... I think it's interesting, too, because the episodes where they do cut these corners and like i said it it doesn't equate to a bad episode but you know there's there's these little tricks they use i find that is also the episodes that have just fucking weird pacing yeah and there there's like a good in the you know in the early part of this episode i would say in the like the former half Mm -hmm. there's just like you know there's like a five minute segment where it's kind of like who you know it's it's just jumping around a little bit and it's not incoherent but it's like it just, I don't know, like I said, it's, but it's also, I've noticed, it's the episodes where they do, like, not necessarily this intro, but when they're taking these, you know, when they're cutting these corners, mm-hmm. but, uh, a good episode, like I said, I think it was a fitting ending, it didn't have to be bombastic, because last episode was that, mm-hmm. and I think it just would have been too much back-to-back, mm-hmm. you know, but, um, but yeah, anyways. Aizawa, you know, lets the match keep going, we already knew that would happen. Um, yeah. They like cover that part again. But yeah. then, uh, you know, it's pretty much right back into that brawl. And I think the episode is called Our Brawl. So, yeah. fair enough. Um, and it's, you know, Midoriya is. The beginning of this episode is Midoriya seems really hesitant to use his quirk, like at all, yeah. whatsoever, because presumably he doesn't want to risk, you know, another incident like he just had. Sure. Um, so at first I was like, oh no, like, are we just going to get like a nerf to Midoriya for the whole episode? Because like, Shinsho pulls his ass down. <laughs> yeah. I was like, no, do not let this weak little man and his fucking thin towels 
like outstrengths you because you know what I mean. I was like, don't do this. And me. it's interesting too because like even Uraraka kind of like it's immediate is what yeah. how how is he able to do that? And then that's how they kind of set up this whole you know Midori not wanting to use the quirk. Which is kind of a bait and switch, mm-hmm. not a very graceful one. <laughs> if, yeah, weird, weirdly yeah. Pay, we, weird move, but okay. It's weird for him to say that he is, and then that's just kind of not the case. Yeah, like it's you know it's talking to himself. Like it's it's like a it was like an inner dialogue. It wasn't necessarily him talking. To, it wasn't like there was a plan being laid out with everyone. Yeah. So I don't know. You know, it's it, little things, just weird. Little, little things. Yeah. Um. However, you know, that, like, weird, lame encounter is immediately kind of, like, put into contrast with the pretty cool moment with yeah. Mineta and Pinky. Oh, they had the, some of the best moments this episode by far. Yeah, big time. Um, you know how I feel, generally speaking, about, like, the weeb, like, yeah. uh, that type of humor. It doesn't really land. Mineta has been pretty consistent with that all the way throughout the show. Yeah, that's his, that's his archetype. You know, yeah. The, yeah. Which isn't nope. to say I dislike it. Sure. Um, but, like, you know, I got a chuckle out of me this time because, like, he had a pretty good moment. Great Buckler was... I don't know why it made me laugh. It just... <laughs> nah, it got me too. It got me too. Yeah. But he has <laughs> moments, though. Like, you know, he's, he's one of the gang, you know? Like, he's not just the runt of the class. Like, he... And he, like proven himself and this is what we talked about last week i said all all class a needed was to get up close with them yeah and then they would be able to you know over you know overpower yeah, them gotta in get them into way. range and that's exactly what happened like pinky and and, and grape just went wild on them i love that he called it grape pinky combo it made when me she think, throws them yeah when she throws them it made me think of like an avengers move like hawkeye shooting that man on an arrow <laughs> yeah uh, i feel like someone should like screen cap that frame of of Mineta saying that and then like it's like that meme it's like you know the Avengers is supposed to be the most ambitious crossover event in cinematic history (laughs) it's like but unless have you seen great pinky combo yeah Yeah. um but yeah no that was a that was a good moment um did you think copy was going to succeed in copying one for all for a sec so I'm actually I can't believe we didn't think of this as like being an issue in this episode. Dude, I don't I don't right think you and I yeah. Yeah, yeah completely low hanging fruit completely walked right by it. Like his whole and quirk is like they keep showing his name on screen. Copy. And the whole last episode they're talking about how he can copy quirks. Oh yeah. <laughs> and this is a reminder never too, occurred to us because you and I had also said like have we seen this guy in action before? I completely forgot he was like mm-hmm. a he he was fucking with Bakugo in the the sports event. Season two, right? Yeah, I had completely forgotten that. I knew he was there, but I I just don't I didn't recall him using his quirk. So seeing that, it was like, oh, duh! Like this right. guy is the real deal. Like we have seen him. You know, he's not just talk. So that kind of backs it up more, like what we've seen this season from him. Um, but I, no, I because like because Midori is scared the second he sees that. Well, he's scared because he flashes back to season one when All Might tells him like. If your body can't handle it, it's just gonna rip you apart. Yeah. So I think he was worried about uh, about copy injuring himself there. But it, it's funny, it just failed. Yeah. Like I'm assuming because the quirk has some kind of failsafe or like it doesn't allow. Like, so this is, is that is that how did you interpret that? Well, so this is probably like this is the the weird pacing you know pacing thing I was talking about in the episode is. It feels like all three of them are saying something different. Like Midori is worried about mm-hmm. the quirk, you know. So he's, you know, he's like kind of, you know, 
having his or he's trying to talk to uh is a Manoma or, or Phantom Thief. And so he's using but there's a point where someone made it was a blank or he says it was a blank when it doesn't work off. And then Uraraka says something it was a like it was a trick he or was it was a bluff, yeah. It was a bluff, but it's like how do you know that? How do you how'd you know it was a bluff? Like he had like the animation, but then also copy said it was a blank, so I d I don't know, that was weird. But I think he said it was a blank when he went to use it and it didn't yeah, work. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know how she could have known that before him. So you, so you know what I mean? So Midoriya is just kind of like the odd one out. Uraraka seems to know more than she does. And then also, like, you know, I don't know. It was it was weird. But, like, I again, we I can't believe it went over our heads like that. As if we didn't hadn't thought of that. Yeah, it's kind of ridiculous of us. Um, But, yeah, we missed it. But, I mean, you know, so did copy. It didn't work. Yeah. So, you know, if, uh, if it had worked, it would have had, like, probably significant consequences on the whole show could but. you imagine they just iced him on the show like that like he, just he like goes a to yeah he goes to like punch midoriya and he just breaks his whole arm and he's permanently disabled <laughs> his uh, new arc is like being being upset from a wheelchair because he's permanently okay no it's too dark um but yeah so so that fails and, and midoriya midoriya fucks off and he goes to fight uh, shinsho and then shinsho has a yet another flashback i don't know mm-hmm. Did we was this show as flashback heavy, like before season five, like right before people are about to fight? Do they flashback to their previous fights? I don't think so. I think like in a major like a major event, they do mm. like a quick like recap of, you know, of you know just some some context like in, in a major situation. But yeah, like, that is kind of an animeism, isn't it? Like right yeah. before there's a pivotal moment, they're like audience. By the way. Here are my motivations. Well, it's just I wonder if it's just the, the like the creators of the show know how Could like be. voracious mm-hmm. anime fans are, and there's just so much content is being watched, and there's so much yeah. in a season. There's so much. And that's the thing. Like this was episode ninety nine. Oh, of the whole series. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that? Yeah. I, um, it made me think. Like, you know, I don't blame us for forgetting that copy was in season two. There's been ninety nine episodes of this sucker. Yeah. Wow. And I can't. I feel like, and I, I might be wrong here, but I feel like, you know, they might take more than a year off between seasons, just at the pace that anime goes. It, maybe I'm wrong. We could probably look it up at some point, but it takes a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, so um, Shinsho and, and Midoriya get at it, and Shinsho drops the pipes on Midoriya. Didn't he do that exact same thing in his first match, like to the Beast guy, the Beast Titan that he was fighting? Uh, yeah, he dropped the pipes down on him, then Froppy, like, threw the, mm. uh, the Class B guy at him. So it was kind of like one fluid mode. I think kind of all happened at one time kind of thing. But yeah, that is what he did. I guess, you know, you're fighting in a foundry. Mm. Uh, <laughs> fighting in a foundry. Yeah, there's pipes to be pulled down. Fuck, I put that on a t-shirt. Anyway. Um, <laughs> how cool is uh, the Black Whip moment? It's not. Okay. I... <laughs> Let's let's get into it here. Okay? It's lame, man. This is no, no, no. It's... <sighs> okay, so I have some. Pro- I do have. I some already know because we need to argue more. I'm realizing this. We never argue. About, we're always <laughs> on the same page. It has to make for good for good programming, right? You can't just be two guys agreeing with each other all the time. But but I already bet that we agree on the same on what the problem is here. Okay, I think it's cool that he used Black Whip, 
And then the fact that they retcon this new power seconds later. It's fucking ridiculous. They're like, hey, let's spend yeah. the most pivotal moment of the whole season explaining how One for All works and how it's going to evolve over time to then have Midoriya use it once before realizing he cannot ever use it or he can't it's... use it for like a huge amount of time. Like, think about it. 99 episodes and he's supposedly at 20%. And he tells them, and he says to himself, oh, I won't be able to use it until I have it fully under my control. What? Do you know what this is, do you know what this is Dave? What? Retroactive blue balls. Yeah, retroactive. <laughs> like, you know, it's, it, it's, it's crazy, man. Like, I understand, I understand this show has legs, and I understand the goal is longevity, and not even in the, like, the, in the story itself, but, like, the medium of anime. I, I, I understand that. But it's like, fucking come on. Yeah. Like, unless they're going to have a power upgrade in, like, 15 episodes. If by if by the end of season five, he doesn't have a significant power upgrade where he's what are we able... Doing? You know, it, I don't know. It's It, it just seemed like, fuck, <laughs> you know? I was like, I couldn't believe yeah. it. You I know, couldn't believe it. I, I, yeah, okay. So, we're again, we're right on the same fucking page, right? It's... Like, because I thought it was cool. He caught it, and I was like, oh, look, like, it's showing. Because there's this whole, you know, like, typical My Hero, typical anime trope moment of, like, you know, showing this from an outsider's perspective, right? It's like mm. All Might is, like, monologuing on top of the scene. Yeah. Like, oh, my God, like, you know, you seem like a different person. You're so confident now. And then Midoriya whips, you know, whips out the black whip and catches it these pipes and it's like cinematic and he's talking about how much he's grown i think midoriya is talking about his like origin story yeah <laughs> right before this happens and then it fails and then it's like oh okay no we're we're back to where we were to play like you know to have some variety some devil's advocate of the situation i understand I understand the significance of last episode for him. You know, we find out all the stuff with the vestiges. He gets yeah. the black web. I understand we've now opened like the grand scope and the you know the grand mm -hmm. scene of what of what is to come. The roadmap. That's nice the roadmap. You know, it, it is nice, but this was the most clumsy, undelicate way of revealing it and then just immediately pulling it back. It's just yeah. I, don't I, I, I see both. I do see both sides of it. But I'm just more emotionally invested into the side that thinks it's bullshit. And, you know, like, yeah. and this, you know, this might be for not, we might be like a few episodes down the road. And like I said, he get he does get that power upgrade or he learns to like dumb it down. But just the idea that one for all has jacked up this ability and he can't use it at his level seems kind of. Yeah, it's a little bit weird because uh, yeah. a lot of the times in these shows we mistake or we don't mistake it. But a lot of the time, like, power development is synonymous or there's a causality or relationship with character development. You know what I mean? Like, think about how far Midoriya has come. And a lot of the time, his maturity is, like, in step with how much control he has over the quirk. Yeah. And it just felt like he's come pretty far and it would make sense for him to have a bit of a win here. And it just, you know, for it to kind of go in step with the whole quirk, I don't know. But, you know, whatever. Like you said... This may end up paying dividends sooner rather than later. Mm -hmm. Maybe it'll make sense by the end of this season. I'll tell you, it better. Ah, oh, because otherwise, to you know, to go out like this, like what what are we doing? Yeah, what are you doing? And that, so the other thing too is I don't understand like like the like the percentile. Like I know it's all made up numbers, like in this scenario, yeah. but the eight, I, I can 
because he says like because air force is his finger flicking move yeah correct yeah i didn't think that would because he's like i can't use that because i can't control my ability but then he can still activate one for all and leap and fight and do all this other stuff it's just there's not enough clarity around his abilities yeah this is the problem you get you know when you get these really long in the tooth like very power centric focused shows yeah like do you remember how problematic dragon ball z got towards the end yeah like they like like the end of the boo saga they were like oh boo is um like they were like oh boo killed these grand uh kais and they were each a thousand times stronger than frieza and it's like a thousand times what yeah like like power scaling it's a fucking mess yeah um this is obviously not that bad but like yeah because it's a singular it's a singular character so it's a little more it's not like a you know a big scale thing but no i i I do agree i think i think he figured out it wasn't like shuto style it was something he figured out in early season maybe two or three probably two a way to become really mobile as he was like getting better and it was like well that was the shoot style that's him using his feet yeah he's moving he's fighting as he's moving i could have swore that was around the time he got to the eight percent mark because supposedly by the end of season four he had about 20 but now he doesn't want to use 20 he wants to use eight so is that do you think now this is going to be a crux for him going forward he's not going to be able to like it better not be it better not be. I is he going to be sitting on fights? I hope not. I think it's just a, a, a brief moment of PTSD. Like, he doesn't want to push yeah. it because he's probably already injured and wants to be extra careful. I wasn't quite sure, now I think I am, why he made Iraraka make him weightless. But I guess that's just so he could be even more mobile while yeah. limiting one for all. Does that make sense? I think so, but... Are you really using that much strength, like when you to kick off the ground? Yeah, I don't know. Um, Again, in the rules of the world, like you know, it's it's, I don't know. What? Yeah, weird. Until until this moment, I hadn't I hadn't really I wasn't aware how much like you said how much of a power problem there was with his well, character. Yeah, because it's not a problem until you make it a problem. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, in, like if you keep throwing out like percentages that he's at. Like, well, I don't even know why we needed that. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I'm sure maybe there might have been a better way, or maybe not, but maybe there would have, maybe it's possible there would have been a more effective way to communicate how far along he was on his journey mm. um, better than, like, a percentage. Because now, like, when you regress, it just is confusing, but whatever. Um, I, I, you know, I like that he doesn't hesitate too long. We don't spend too long no. on this crappy moment, and he just sure. engages on Shinsho. And then uh, I thought that um, I was glad that Eurorica got more moments. Yes. In this yeah, episode, she had, a, with she had a great, she had a great episode. Yeah. Um, you know, there was some fun mental warfare there. He's his character is reliable at doing that. He did it yeah. all la- all last episode. Yeah. <laughs> and again this time, but I liked that she got a pretty much a solo capture on him because she. She, like, submitted him or brought his ass down and then put him in the cage. And he's talking trash the whole time. But that was good. Yeah, I didn't expect... I did not expect the... Twin impact? Yeah, because that's the thing, too. Like, you know, it was funny because they were bringing up was Midoriya's... Like, what Midoriya had done was that a bluff. That was a bluff. And they had kept bringing up bluffs. Mm. And then it was it ended up being, you know, Phantom Thief with the bluff at the end of, like, no, I actually have four. 
mm-hmm. you know, four four moves like kind of in the chamber kind of thing. So I, I thought that was cool and kind of like a fitting, and his whole thing about the, you know, I'm a key player in someone else's story or all that. Like it was just it's so melodramatic. It's so anime. Eh? Like, yeah. There must be a term for that, like anime isms. We should put out like a like a rule book of all of them. Yeah. Like, like characters monologuing about their intentions and just like giving you like exposition as they're losing yeah <laughs> as or, like, they're in a position to defeat yeah. or like or, or right before they finally do something they're like i'm gonna go do this thing but before i do allow me to tell you why <laughs> and like why it aligns itself with my goals you know what i mean yeah i'm not complaining it's just kind of funny it was very it was very anime moment yeah um but like i didn't see that coming and I was so nope. pissed. I was like, yo, if that, like, knocks Midoriya out cold, I'm going to lose it. And that was the thing, too. I didn't think he had hit Midoriya. I thought, you know, I thought, like, Midoriya kind of moved his head out of the way. So that was kind of surprising to see he did get, it like, a small tap. Or that's all he was trying to do was just get, it like, a little tap on him. And then Twin Impact, Twin Impact would take care of the rest later. Mm-hmm. So that was, you know, that's, that shows how powerful that move is. God bod. Is that what that guy calls himself later? Yeah. It's so funny. It is pretty um, funny. <laughs> but um but no so when, like you know when uraka puts him away she has that good moment of clarity of like no like midori can handle his thing mm-hmm. and i'm gonna go wreck some shit maturity and, moment too yeah big time two in know? a row for her she saved yes. his ass previous episode yeah. and this time she you know we see these characters do these things a lot of the time right um especially in earlier seasons they rush they yeah. don't think they just move mm-hmm. and like this was a really good example of having a level head stick into the plan she's like he's a big boy he'll be yeah. fine i gotta go help the other two yeah and then what happens after that um shinsho engages yeah. midoriya as he's like you know as he's like kind of fallen backwards because he got rocked by twin impact which leads to probably like one of the two best animation moments in the episode when Midoriya kind of well, just like as Midoriya is falling and Shincho's going in for the yeah. strike, and Midoriya's like you know overcomes the wound of like no, like I'm going to win, and he just blasts off mm-hmm. from the wall and kind of oh, like you know, yeah. the spin movie does like the, they give him some pretty slick animation even too when like, when when he caught up to Shincho. You know, just him, like, rocketing after him. Even Shinsho was like, oh, like, he is fast. He's going to catch me. Yeah. And, you know, just, and Midori just put him down. Like, and just kind of like the animation of, it was almost like, um, it was almost like Midori and Shinsho landed on us as the camera, like, as the viewer. Yeah. yeah, We were kind of on the floor. We were on the floor, and so we kind of see them coming down. That was really cool. That was, there's, like, a good stretch, because, like, right after this, he takes him out, and then it cuts to Pinky and Minata, you know, kind of, you know, you know, they're feeling the pressure. They're, you know, they're in not in a great position. And Uraka just comes and starts smashing heads. Mm-hmm. You know, like one, two, down. And then Pinky kind of erupting from like her acid pool. Yeah, that was a cool moment. Was really, that was really slick. Slick animation too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and there you go. Class A, boom. Boom, boom, boom. And uh, funny, like big teamwork ending. I didn't. Frankly, I know it was only two episodes and we talked a lot about this particular matchup and how long it would take and all that stuff. But I think in this arc, we also mentioned like reversals and counters a lot. Yeah. I really thought for a sec there that Class B was going to have one more thing up their sleeve. Yeah. Um, But now Class A really came together, shut everybody down pretty quick, pretty handily. 
Well, this is um, it's a good it? it's a good companion episode to the Bakugo fight because that was Class B's problem then as well. Yep, because they were too focused on the powerhouse and they didn't take full consideration into the rest of the team who are all equally as deadly. Like Bakugo and Midori are obviously like a step not a, above, but like they're very probably. fast. And, probably, them they're and also, right? Yeah, the three of them are very like fast and aggressive, you know, physical mm-hmm. you know combatants. Um. So, you know, like I said, it's a good companion piece to that episode, too. And that's that was their downfall again. Mind you, you know, Midoriya probably kind of put them back on their shoes a little bit, mm-hmm. <laughs> on their heels, just with that display. But um, a good episode. Like, it was a good way of rounding up this arc of, you know, kind of just seeing the four of them. Mm-hmm. It was like a still shot. Um, <laughs> Midoriya's holding Mineta and... Pinky's like doing like a like a, a pose and uh, Uraraka's like throwing up the peace sign. It was it was yeah. it was a fitting fitting end. I just realized this was episode eleven. I wonder. I can't remember. I know we looked it up at one point, but are there only twelve? And is this a part one and two thing? I'm if... not sure. I would be. There's no way this is just twelve episodes. Like they Imagine, might break it up, but like, I mean, no, I don't think the whole season's twelve. But I, no. it wouldn't be crazy if they did a significant break between part one and two and if to, if next week is that could maybe going, be the end that's the going thing right now like not a full year but like cause mm. a show like this, six to eight we'll months yeah it'll be within the same year but anyway who knows we'll see um we'll obviously be here no matter what yeah. that ending ends up being not super tight you know the final score is three wins for class a one loss mm-hmm. one tie um i think Aizawa more or less says that shinsho passes Mm. And he can enter the hero course. He doesn't, like, say that in a sentence, but he says you earned a passing grade. Yeah. Very reminiscent of Midoriya. Yeah, just barely he, made it. And but he, he got in for something else. It wasn't for yeah. points on the... Well, it was. It ended up being, like, a, a thousand points for saving someone or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. But... So that was the other thing I, I had forgot to mention. When Shinsho... There's a moment... Shinsho has a flashback... I think it's right as Midori kind of like gets him on the ground and before it cuts to Mineta and uh, Pinky at the mm-hmm. end there, I believe he has a flashback and it shows like how, f- how forward moving and it literally only show with the exception of um, Tetsu Tetsu. Mm-hmm. It's all class one, a people showing mm-hmm. off their big moments this season. Oh, yeah. So I'm wondering if that was just them queuing up the win for class a showing like that, you know, class a was, was going to win this, this tournament or you know this exhibition mm-hmm. or was that a way of him joining class 1a that was like a tease to him being a new mm-hmm. member of the class that'd be cool you know because be like he's with, passed yeah i'd be down with that they've set the significance and the the competition and like the you know the the you know the the, the friendly rivalry between him and midoriya the argument could be made he could be in either class, but, like, I think he's a good character. Like, you know, he's he's trained so. by Aizwa. And maybe that could be also the reason, too, they put him in class B to keep him separate. You know, or, I don't know, it's... I would like to see more of him. I think he should be in class 1A. That's just my opinion, but... I'm uh, down with that. I'd be down with bringing him around. I mean, this show has so many freaking characters, right? But, like, you know, the, they proved another thing. You know, the same thing that they've proved a million times with the show, which is, like they can pretty much give screen time to whoever they want and find a way to make that character shine. Yeah. And Shinsho was of no exception. So, yeah, that was fun watching him. I'd be down to see more of him. Um, I think that's about it for this episode. That is it. 
Okay. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, this comes out same time every week. And if you haven't already, um, check out the post show. It comes out a day or two after these episodes. And it's a much more laid back you know, version of the podcast. We're talking about different stuff we watch, like Jujutsu Kaisen, <laughs> we're probably going to get into, um, you know, movies, stuff like that. Yeah, that's all I can all right, really guys. think of. Thank you so much for listening. See you next week. Cheers.